Hey guys, welcome back to the Amshuk podcast. This is Alterachol, and I will be sharing a sicha on Parshas Vayeshev, Chelak Tesvav. So the Rebbe brings in a source from Parshas Vayeshev, which is Vayemar Lai, Lechna Ur Eas Shalai Machacha, Veas Shalai Hatsain, Vashivani Vishachayhum Emek Chavran Vyavashrama. This translates as Yaakov said to Yosef, Go and see how your brothers are, how the sheep are. He sent him from the valley of Chavran and he came to Shrem. So Rashi comments on the words Vevashrema and he says that Shrem was a place of misfortune. There were three things that happened there. The first thing is that the Shvatim sinned there, which as in they devised a plan to sell Yosef. The second thing is that Dina was violated there. And the third thing is that Machos Pesavid was divided. So the rabbi asks a general question. He says, what's Rashi's question or what's Rashi's difficulty on these words, Vevashchema? So the rabbi after that brings in a few more questions that he'll answer throughout the Sikha. The first one is that, how come Rashi doesn't say these events in chronological order? The second one is that if Rashi is using Gemara as a source, why did he change the order when um, the Gemara lists them in a chronological order? The third question is that when the Gemara talks about the Shvatim, it says that they sold, that they sold Yosef there, Machru. So why did Rashi change the word to Vekilkalu and they sinned there? And the fourth question is that wasn't there also good things that happened there? Like why, why aren't they listening to the good things? Why only the misfortunes that happened there? So to answer these questions, the Rebbe brings up a few points. Rashi doesn't use the word Machru and he sold. He uses the word Vekilkalu and they sinned. He uses this word since he knows that there is no possible way that the Shvatim could have sold Yosef there. And we know this because Rashi brings in proof from the next Pasuk where it states that Yosef uh, met a man and he asked this man where his brothers are. And this man said that they went to Daisan. Then later, then Rashi explains that Daisan could be interpreted in two different ways. The first way is that it means that the brothers went to devise a plan. And the second meaning is that it could be, Dyson could be the name of a place. So this answer knocks out all the possibilities, all the possibility that they sold Yosef and Shem since the action happened in Dyson. So we see nothing actually took place in Shem. Rashi brings in the statement that Shem was a place of misfortune. Since here in this Pasuk and in this Rashi, it's all, so, it's all associated to Yosef's life. In Yosef's life, Shem was a place of misfortune. It's where the beginning of all his misfortunes took place. It's out of order, the, Rosh, the Rebbe explains, since Rashi is specifically addressing Yosef and no one or nothing else. Rashi is not bringing in these misfortunes in a historical, chronological way, but in a way to explain that the Kilkalu, they sinned, was the beginning of all of Yosef's misfortunes. The Rebbe as well asks a question, on why the word Vayavai is part of the Dibur Moscow, if the whole Rashi is just talking about Shrem, why is the word Vayavai needed? Surabha so then answers that the reason the word Vayavai was needed is to tell us that as soon as Vayavai, as soon as he came to Shrem, his misfortunes began. The Tara even mentions this, the details about Yasef coming to Shrem, even though his brothers weren't there and nothing really took place there. 
but because the planning of his brothers took place there. That's where the ideas and brainstorming began, which then led to them selling and, and torturing Yosef. The rabbi later on connects these misfortunes to misfortunes that took place in Yosef's life. But before he does that, he quotes an earlier pasuk where Rashi lists three Lashon Haras that Yosef told his father about his brothers. The first was about how they transgressed the Vera of Ever Menachai, eating a live animal. The second Lashon Hara that he said was that they referred to the sons of the maidservants in a demeaning manner by calling them slaves. And the third Lashon Hara was that they were suspected of committing adultery. So the Rebbe connects these three to the three punishments that Yosef suffered, and as well to the three misfortunes that Rashi lists. So the first Lashon Hara about Abram and Achai, where the brothers didn't shak the animal, his punishment was that they killed an animal to use its blood to dip Yosef's coat and to connect it to the misfortunes that Rashi lists is the misfortune of Yosef's brothers devising and sinning. The second Lashon Hara about the maidservants connects to Yosef's life because he was later on sold as an Eved. And to connect it to Rashi's misfortunes was the misfortune of Malchus based Eved splitting because the split was caused by a servant who wanted to take over. And the third Lashon Hara about adultery was connected to Yosef's life because he felt later on he fell into the trap of Potiphar's wife and it connects to Rashi's misfortunes, the one about Dina, his sister who got violated.